Hey, it is Becca, and welcome to the next episode of Who's Bekistan, live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan in Central Asia. Okay, so I've been here just over two weeks. I've had one week of school, and let's dig right in. What am I excited about? What am I puzzled by? And how long do I plan to say stay? What am I excited about? I am excited about my landlord. So he's a very nice gentleman I met directly from the airport uh, after the helper from the school deposited me at my apartment. He's just a tiny, tiny little Uzbek guy. Uh, local Uzbeks tend to be very petite. So, um, yeah, he's just as big as a toot is what we would say in North Carolina. And about my size, probably five feet, and... Um, you know, just this very slight little build, um, just a little toothpick. So he has some functional English, but not a whole lot. And like we had to get the Wi-Fi set up, but the Wi-Fi password was in Russian. So I don't have a way to type the Russian alphabet on my laptop or phone. So he did some quick thinking and he changed it to a number so it could be typed in from any device. So I thought that was pretty clever. Clever. I believe he teaches, uh, excuse me, I believe he works in IT is his profession. I've not met his wife yet. And then he has two children, a boy who's 12 and a daughter who's eight. So upon securing the apartment, I was told by the helper at my school that this landlord would only rent to me as opposed to the other teachers because I was the only female. I said to the helper, I'm like, what are you getting me into? He's like, I don't know. Maybe the boys were too dirty or drank too much. I don't know. But the landlord said he was not renting to boys anymore, teachers at our school, and you know, saw that I was an American woman. He said, I'll rent to her. When the landlord was here trying to set up the Wi-Fi and help me get started, I tried to ask him about this, and he just kind of sheepishly laughed. So I thought, well, maybe I misunderstood, you know, the helper's comments. I don't know. The story didn't quite add up, but I just laughed it off and went on. So then a couple days later, I get a, a message from the helper saying the landlord is looking for English lessons for his children. So, you know, there's always a hidden story. There's always a hidden agenda. Nothing appears what it seems. So, the reason why they wanted a woman here is because they wanted a built-in English teacher. So, I just said, maybe I will. Let me see, Let me see how busy I am. And I later, you know, followed up with the landlord, you know, trying to arrange a time. And um, I, I told him, you know, maybe we'll carve out like an hour a week and I'll go play some games with your children or something as opposed to formal formal English lessons. So, and, you know, normally I wouldn't be that too keen on that type of thing, but um, several of my other colleagues are very unhappy with their apartments and there's very limited options to switch it to. And my apartment's fine. So... I now have a heightened awareness that I would really like congenial relations with the landlord. So, yes, I have agreed to play with his children some. Uh, I see, I'm looking at our time here. 
And uh, long story short, the anecdote I had planned to tell was about Friday afternoon. I came home. I opened my bathroom door. I sensed some movement. Next thing we know, I see a tail and a large body slipping into a hole. I said, oh my God, there's a mouse or a rat or something. And so I just kind of freaked out. I didn't know what to do. I ran into a teacher at my school in the neighborhood. He said, set a trap. So I went through the hardware store. They gave me some traps, the huge wooden trap. And that evening, I called the colleague, my friend, back. I'm like, look, can you come over to my apartment and help me set this? And uh, he did. He was very gracious about it, and I appreciate that. And set the trap Friday night. Saturday afternoon, um, I hear it go off. I didn't really think anything of it, so I, I, I just figured it was an accident, like that it went off. Oh, no, 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 no. So a little bit later, I went in there, and the trap was turned upside down, and I could see the tail hanging out. The trap had worked. Then I really freaked out. So I like threw a bag on top of it, then I'm like, okay, let me get another bag and see if I can, like, get it into it. I was just really afraid that I was going to have to see it or I was going to feel it as I got it into the bag. And Then I put another bag on top of it. Then I got the oven mitt and kind of grabbed it with the oven mitt to make sure everything was shoved down in the bag. And got my keys and shoes before I got it in the actual bag and went tearing down to the dumpster with my oven mitt and my bag and my rodent dead in the trap. Then I put it in the dumpster. Then I started to retch. <laughs> then I got back to the apartment, calmed down a little bit. If it wasn't happening to me, I would have thought this was an extremely effective trap. So, to answer the question, what am I excited about the landlord? Uh, I told him about this after the fact, and he was very embarrassed and very emphatic. If there was anything like that again, please call him to deal with it. And he said it was the first they had had of that, so hopefully there will not be another incident like this. But I did survive getting the rodent out of my apartment. And that, that trap, man, that thing was effective. And the landlord was attentive, so I'm very excited for my landlord. Okay, moving on. What am I puzzled by? Well, it's really, really hard to summarize a week of school in a new setting in just a few moments. So I'll be sort of gradually unpacking that throughout the next episodes and, and throughout the year. But I'm just going to focus on one thing that I'm puzzled by at this time. Here they call it the timetable. In America, we call it the, the schedule. There's a 10-minute break after first period or first lesson or lesson one, as they call it. Um... There's a 20-minute break after fourth period, and there's a 25-minute break after fifth period, both of which are supposed to deal with lunch. I think they're supposed to go outside and play for 20 minutes, and I think they're supposed to eat lunch during the 25-minute 20, break. But they don't ring a warning bell. So the 20-minute break ends with a bell when class is supposed to start. Well... You know, 12-year-olds and 15-year-olds and whatever, 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 they're not going to look at their watch and self-monitor and say, 
Oh, it's 11.15. My class begins in five minutes. I should leave my friends, go back upstairs, go to my locker, go to the bathroom and get some water because my class starts in five minutes. Same thing with lunch. Oh, my lunch is ending in five minutes. I need to get myself back up to class. No, they're downstairs, the bell rings, and then they come up to class, making them five minutes late. I'm very puzzled why the school thinks that children of this age can self-monitor their time in that way. If they ring a warning bell, it would significantly um, improve the problem and help the kids learn to manage their time. So I could talk more, more, more about that, but I just wanted to lead with one anecdote of that I'm puzzled by with school, and it is the bell schedule. If anyone is listening to this, knows my employer, I'm trusting you to uh, keep that matter to keep that matter quiet. As with other things I'll be sharing throughout the year on the podcast. So, yeah, puzzled by the schedule at my school and the school's expectation that children will self-monitor their time. Okay. Question three: How long do I plan to stay? Da 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 da. I don't know. I don't know. There were definitely some highs and lows in the first week. Is this something I can see myself doing long term? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So, but I do feel confident, you know, that I can make it through the school year. So, today I'm putting the estimate at nine months. So, in summary... I am excited by my landlord who had crafty ideas to change my Wi-Fi password to a number who was um, crafty enough to secure a built-in English teacher for his, for his student, as uh, for his children, and who was attentive when there was a rodent in my apartment. I am puzzled by the bell schedule and the timetable at my school. And I feel confident I can make it through the school year at this school. So, uh, if there's anything you'd like me to address in future episodes of Who's Bekistan, make sure to reach out to me and let me know. Although, I'll tell you, I don't know how to read the comments uh, from where the podcast gets broadcast. But I'd be certainly open to suggestion of what topics to cover. If you're listening to this and enjoy it, please share it with a friend. If you're our one listener in Reston, Virginia, this goes out to you and appreciate any other listeners from wherever you are listening to Who's Becca Stan. This is Becca signing off. I look forward to seeing you next time on the next episode of Who's Becca Stan, live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan in Central Asia.